On April 7th, the Government of Canada released its 2022 budget. Below the glossy surface of help to first-time buyers and tax incentives for investing in clean energy, the budget outlined some substantial moves that will impact wealthy Canadian families, many of whom are first-generational wealth and small business owners. Welcome to Talk to the Experts. I'm Wayne Nelson, and on today's show, I'm joined by Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning. And Sherry's going to be talking with us today about those budget changes and ways to proactively protect your wealth, no matter what comes down the line in future. Sherry, thanks for joining us today. We're delighted to be with you today. Well, Sherry, before we get started, I just want to let our listeners know that the McMillan team is going to be hosting two virtual seminars. The first one coming up Wednesday, May 18th at 6.30 p.m., and the second one on Wednesday, June 15th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. Now, to register, you will need to call McMillan Estate Planning. The number is one 266 6464 or you can go online at mcmillanestate.com. So, Sherry, let's uh, get things started off and talk about the budget. Out of all of the changes that the budget announced April 7th, what aspects stood out to you the most? Well, I think what was not said is actually the most alarming to us at McMillan, and we've been spending a great deal of time um, pre-planning for what may come down the pipeline. And there were some warnings deeper in the budget. It's an extensive uh, document, as many of our listeners understand to know. But it was really a glossy surface saying, you know, there's not a lot to see here. But as you read through the budget a lot more thoroughly, Actually, in fact, there's a great deal to see here. And so I want to share with our listeners today what we're forecasting will be um, some of the direct impacts that will affect the clients that have affluence and wealth and when it will impact them and how they can be proactive about it. So, Is that simply because of the, uh, the impact or the influence of the uh, NDP agreement with the Liberals? I think certainly it didn't help. Um, you know, they were looking, the NDP, for significance um, in, taxating, in, in taxation of the wealthy, and they were really pushing, you know, Trudeau to do so. So I think what has evolved from that pressure is obviously um, some things that will fall onto us as a class in the fall. And so although they weren't introduced here in the April budget, there's warning that they will be introduced in the fall. And so what we're wanting to make sure is that, you know, it doesn't go unnoticed and under the wire and our families are, you know, impacted in a negative way without the understanding of what's coming down the pipeline. And so one of the things that's happened, of course, is prior to the budget release, everyone was very fearful that what the uh, government would choose to attack would be the capital gains tax and increase those. And, in, in a sense, they have, even though they haven't called it that. And so that's where we want to chat with you today and talk about how stealth they were in the release of this budget. And um, there will be a real significant change in what we call a new minimum tax on the wealthy class in Canada. And they suggest to us that they're going to introduce these new parameters and rules starting in the fall. And so what they've basically done is given us a warning shot that there is something coming. And they may, from a marketing standpoint, have languaged it differently than what we were all expecting, which was 
definitely a wealth tax or a capital gains tax. But that's semantics, in my opinion, Wayne, because a new minimum tax on wealth can act exactly in the same way. Sure. Same tax, different name. How is it going to work, Sherry? Uh, And at least you've got some advance notice so that you can start making some preparations. Well, that's right. And, And all of us have been, you know, contemplating what may come down the pipeline here. Uh, We all knew there would be tax increases, and we all were aware that it was going to impact many. And so one of the things that they did do um, right away out of the situation is they have introduced a taxation on the banks and the insurance companies. And so they did a a one-time introduction of what they call a Canada recovery dividend, and they're going to tax those institutions 15%. Um, on the 2021 year. And so what they did is they cherry-picked an industry. And, you know, nobody has a great deal of sympathy for the banking instruments and the banks and insurance companies. Um, They've had a bad rap, obviously, in the past decade or two. And so the government has, you know, introduced this one-time 15% tax. However, the banks and the insurance companies are only going to downchain those costs and not have less profit margin for their shareholders. So what that really means to all of us is that it's going to impact every Canadian that deals with banks and deals with insurance companies, which is most of us. And so it's not necessarily a wealth tax when you think about it. It's a tax across the board because that particular uh, taxation will just be downchained to the consumer. So your banking fees will go up, your insurance costs will go up, You know, it's not a secret who's going to be paying for this. It's going to be the mass population. Now, let's talk about the life insurance aspect of things, because in the past, in past shows, Sherry, we've talked about uh, the advantages of having some investments under that life insurance umbrella. So that's going to have significant impact, I assume. It it certainly will. And so what we're suggesting to families is because they're allowing this taxation to be paid over a five-year cycle, um, we're suggesting families get in now before the pricing increases because the pricing will increase inevitably um, as this transpires over the next, you know, five-year cycle. And they also increase the tax to these institutions by 1.5% in their corporate income tax on a go-forward basis. So, you know, you you combine all of that over the next five years, and that's a 20% increase in cost. And so it's very imperative, I think, for the families that this has application for, especially those that own businesses and have high net worths and have optimized their RSPs. The tax exemptions that we have under those uh, instruments in Canada, we want to get in before the implementation of all these taxes start to downchain towards the consumer. So I think it's a really important um, uh, understanding. You know, it was very much, the budget was very much optics, the government to say, you know, we're not going to tax the mass, but indirectly they are taxing the mass by doing it in this particular manner. A sneaky way of putting more money into government coffers. It it is a sneaky way because, as you say, when, you know, we were introduced to the program today, it looks all fine and glossy because nobody is going to transpose generally. You know, we just hear, oh, insurance companies and banks are going to be taxed a little higher and everybody's okay with that at first thought. 
And what wasn't said was everybody was looking for the language of increase in capital gains tax or an increase in tax rates. And that's not how they've introduced it. Instead, they've called it a very different uh, name, and, and they've just called it the basically a minimum tax on the wealthy. Well, in effect, it's the same tax. We're just labeling it differently, and how it will impact all of us would be the same. So there has always been a minimum tax in Canada, but not at this level. And so in the fall, we're all about to learn in every profession, our lawyers and accountants, what does this truly mean? What is the increase? Because they haven't said yet what the increase is. But what it uh, transpires to is anybody that has any affluence it's going, is going to be impacted and anybody that owns businesses will be impacted because businesses are of high value. And so even if you don't take a lot of profit from your business, your business alone uh, has you know, associated uh, value with it. And if there's a minimum tax on assets, then we're going to have a real issue for our family sure. businesses as well. All right, Sherry, we're going to pause for a break. I want to come back and talk a little bit more about that minimum tax when we return. Just a reminder, the McMillan team will be hosting two virtual seminars, Wednesday, May 18th at 6.30 p.m. and Wednesday, June 15th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. Now, you will need to register ahead of time. Contact McMillan Estate Planning. The number is one 266 6464 during weekday office hours, or you can visit the website for more information at mcmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan is my guest today, and we'll be back with more on Talk to the Experts.